close those doors, please. Have a bit of tidiness in the place. Jairadha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Madhava Kunjabi Jairadha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Gopi Janna Vallabha Kiri Varadhari Jaya Gopi Janna Vallabha Kiri Varadhari Bhagiri Varadhari Yashoda Nandana Vajrajana Randana Yashoda Nandana Vajrajana Randana Ramunati Ravana Chari Ramunati Ravana Chari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Gopi Janna Vallabha Kiri Varadhari Kiri Varadhari Jaya Gopi Janna Vallabha Kiri Varadhari Kiri Varadhari Yashodhanandana Vajrajana Randana Yashodhanandana Vajrajana Randana Yamunati Ravana Chari Yamunati Ravana Chari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Madhava Kunjabi Hari Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Rama Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, 
Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna Hare Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Jayam Vishnu Pada Paramahamsa Parivaji Kacharya Asto Tarasada Shri Shri Madhya's Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Maharaj Shila Prabhupada Ki Jayam Vishnu Pada Paramahamsa Parivaji Kacharya Asto Tarasada Shri Shri Madhya Shila Bhaktivedanta Saspari Thakur Prabhupada Ki Ananda Kalti Vaishnava Vinda Ki Jai Gantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai Nidai Gora Premanandi Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 7 Chapter 6, Prahlad instructs his demoniac schoolmates. Text number 5. Is that right? Tato yate takushalaha. Shemaya bhavama sritaha. Shariram porasham yavan. Navipadjeta pushkalam. Tato yate tako salaha Shemaya bhavama sritaha Sariram porosham yavan Navipajeta pushkalam Tato yate tako salaha Shemaya bhavama sritaha Sariram porosham yavan Navipadjeta pushkalam
Ladies, Tatoya Teta Kushalaha Chemaya Bhavamasvitaha Shariram Purushamyavan Navipajeta Pushkalam Tatoya Teta Kushalaha Chemaya Bhavamasvitaha Shariram Purushamyavan Navipajeta Pushkalam Tadoyateta Kushalaha Chemaya Bhavamasvitaha Shariram Purushamyavan Navipajeta Pushkalam Shemaya Bhavama Svitaha Shariram Purushamyavan Navipajeta Pushkalam Tataha Therefore, Yateta should endeavor Kushalaha An intelligent man interested in the ultimate goal of life, Jemaya, for the real benefit of life, or for liberation from material bondage, Bhavam Asritaha, who is in material existence, Shariram. The body, Purusham, human, Yavat, as long as, Na, not, Vipajeta, fails, Pushkalam, stout and strong. Therefore, while in material existence, Bhavam Asritaha, a person fully competent to distinguish wrong from right, must endeavour to achieve the highest goal of life as long as the body is stout and strong and is not embarrassed by dwindling. Hmm. Purport. As stated by Prahlad Maharaj at the beginning of this chapter, Komara acharet pragyaha. The word Pragya refers to one who is experienced and who can distinguish right from wrong. Such a person should not waste his energy and valuable human lifetime simply working like a cat or dog to develop his economic condition. For one word in this verse there are two readings, Bhavam Asritaha and Bhayam Asritaha. But accepting the meaning of either of them will bring one to the same conclusion. Bhayam Ashritaha indicates that the materialistic way of life is always fearful because at every step there is danger. Materialistic life is full of anxieties and fear. Bhayam. Similarly, accepting the reading Bhavam Ashritaha the word bhavam refers to unnecessary trouble and problems. 
For want of Krishna consciousness, one is put into bhavam, being perpetually embarrassed by birth, death, old age and disease. Thus, one is surely full of anxieties. Chatriyas, oh sorry, human society should be divided into a social system of brahmanas, chatriyas, vaishyas and sudras. But everyone can engage in devotional service. If one wants to live without devotional service, his status as a Brahmana, Chatriya, Vaishya or Sudra certainly has no meaning. It is said, Stanad Brashtaha Patantyadaha, whether one is in a higher or lower division, one certainly falls down for want of Krishna consciousness. A sane man, therefore, is always fearful of falling from his position. This is a regulative principle. One should not fall from his exalted position. The highest goal of life can be achieved as long as one's body is stout and strong. We should therefore live in such a way that we keep ourselves always healthy and strong in mind and intelligence so that we can distinguish the goal of life from a life full of problems. A thoughtful man must act in this way learning to distinguish right from wrong and thus attain the goal of life. Om Ajnanati Mirandasya Gananjana Salakaya Chakshurun Militam Jena Tasmaye Sri Gurve Namaha Sri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stapitam Jena Bhutale Svayam Rupakadamahiyam Tadati Svapadantikam Mukam Karot Hivachalam Pangum Langayate Gurim Yadkripa Tamaham Bande Sri Gurum Dinatavinam beginning of the Bhagavad Gita, um, Krishna mentions in the second chapter, na sato vidyate bhavo, na bhavo vidyate sataha, ubayor api tushto, uh, what is it, ubaya, ubayor api, what is it, what's the next word? Um? Ubaya opi api drishton tas. That's right. Twanayas tattva darshabhi. So those who see the truth uh, understand the difference between the uh, sat and the asat. The sat is permanent and has no cessation and the asat is impermanent and has no endurance nasato vidyate bhavo na bhavo vidyate sataha so those who are learned those who can see the truth understand the difference between that which is permanent and that which is impermanent and and <clears throat> so their focus is on understanding the truth or uh, cultivating knowledge basically utilizing the human form of life for its proper purpose 
And um, as Prabhupada is pointing out here, and as Prahlad Maharaj is instructing us, this uh, purpose of life should be pursued from the beginning. Even when one is a child, one should pursue this uh, uh, understanding of uh, avoiding the impermanent and embracing the the sat, the permanent. Um, and um, yeah, such a person should not waste his energy and valuable human lifetime simply working like a cat or dog to develop his economic condition. Oh. Instead of, see, I always had a problem with Prabhupada's describing cats and dogs as a hard life because most of the cats and dogs that I ever saw, they had it pretty easy, right? And even though there's, a, there's an anecdote of Srila Prabhupada, you know, preaching and, and, and a young man saying, what's wrong with being a cat or a dog? I wouldn't mind being a cat or a dog. <laughs> but as I've mentioned before, go to India and then see how cats and dogs live. And then you understand what the metaphor is. Woo, ouch. <laughs> Tough life. Right? Cats and dogs life. <clears throat> then the, the perspective, every, everything falls into perspective. Right? Then you realise, ooh, cat and dog's life, not very, not, not attractive. Even cat and dog in a Albert Park, right? You may be living a very comfortable life, right? Your master takes you for a walk every day and feeds you nicely. Just like um, in my street, uh, one of my neighbours um, has a dog uh, and um, they make special arrangements for the dog all of the time. In fact, they've got a lounge in the front, in the living room, in the, we're in the lounge, I suppose. And the, the dog has his special place set aside on the lounge. Uh, you sometimes see him, he's lying on the... <laughs> you're looking out. <laughs> but still, you know, you may be a comfortable dog, right? But still completely in a mode of ignorance, right? Completely in a mode of ignorance. <clears throat> and so this is considered to be a great loss. Even if you're a top dog, right? <laughs> top dog in the material world. You're still uh, covered by this coating of tamagun, ignorance. And as Prabhupada points out, you'll be degraded in that consciousness, in the consciousness of, a, of an animal, even though a human being, if we behave like animals, our consciousness will become more and more covered over. Right? more covered by this coating of ignorance, indolence. This is a symptom of ignorance. So the message of Prahlad Maharaj is you've got the human form of life, now take advantage of it. Huh? We can achieve the uh, uh, the same <laughs> results as that of the dogs, right? Hogs and dogs and camels and asses. Um, and, and, and as a result of our endeavours, have a comfortable existence, but without the pursuit of knowledge, that's, con that's a waste of time. It's a waste. And of course, we have to, you know, we need to work, we need to maintain ourselves, 
look after the material the material facilities need uh, being taken care of. And, and it's very interesting here, isn't it? I don't know if you noticed this, but Prabhupada says, it, it's interesting, he talks about materialistic life and he talks about how there's two, there's two renditions of this verse, right? One is bhayam asritaha, the other one is bhavam asritaha. But Prabhupada says, effectively, the, 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 the meaning is the same. Right? Yeah, Prabhupada says here, accepting the meaning of either of them will bring one to the same conclusion. Right? Mayam Asritaha means activities in material life are always full of fear. Right? What's the greatest fear? Why are we in why are we afraid? Anybody like to say? Losing the human form of life. Yes. Yep. Why not? Where did you learn that? Huh? What was that? I just got it. Just got it in your head. But where did you get it from? How did it get in your head? Don't know. I think it's in the Bhagavad Gita. Trayate mahato bayat. Right? The greatest fear is, yeah. Well, what's another fear? That's a good, very good. You know, <coughs> uh, Prabhupada mentions, you know, in the beginning of the Krishna book, Prabhupada mentions that Krishna is accepted as the Supreme Personality of Godhead by great authorities. Right? By great authorities. And what are those authorities, or who do those authorities refer to? Usually the Vedanta Sutra or other Shastra. Huh? So this is learning. If one can repeat what one's heard, especially from the Shastra and especially from the Bhagavad Gita, right? this is learning. But, <clears throat> you know, very often we're afraid because we don't know what's going to happen. Right? We're just unaware of what our fate will be. And so that's scary. Right? Except for a devotee. A devotee is not. Prabhupada says that when we make spiritual progress, when we make spiritual advancement, then we know where we came from. Right? And we know where we're going. Right? We've come from Bhayam Asritaha or Bhavam Asritaha. We've come from the fearful condition of material existence and, and the anxiety and the pain that that causes. And we've taken shelter of Krishna, taken shelter of the spiritual master, we've taken shelter of Krishna and then our anxiety just disappears, right? And we don't have any fear or concern about where we'll be in the future because we know that in, well, at least if we keep chanting Hare, if we follow Krishna's instructions, if we follow the spiritual master, then where will we be? Where will we be? Do you think? Where will we be, Sibya? Huh? In the spiritual world? world? Yep, yeah, why not? That's certainly an option. <laughs> Where else might we be? With the spiritual master? Yep, yeah, why not? Where else might we be? Where are we going to take birth? Where are we going to take birth in our next lifetime? In a devotee family, yes. Yes. At least we'll be in a devotee family. Huh? 
Krishna's going to look after us and we'll be in a devotee family. Of course, you know, having to take birth again, not much fun. No? But even in the Krishna book, Prabhupada mentions that we have to take birth again in the material world. But if we're purified, we'll take birth in the family of the residents of Vrindavan, wherever Krishna is performing his pastimes. Huh? So there's still going to be one more birth. <laughs> huh? At least, at least. We'd be very fortunate if that were the case. Huh? But we at least know that we'll get an opportunity to be in a family of devotees. Right? And again, we can take up. And that's mentioned in the sixth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, right? Krishna explains the process of how one becomes advanced. And that's by uh, a process that might take lifetimes. Right? So, rather than taking shelter of the material energy, the devotees take shelter of the spiritual energy. Of course, this is puzzling for many people. Um, the fact that the devotees are more interested in being introspective and internally focused, that bewilders the minds of the materialistic people. But from that pursuit comes a great deal of satisfaction and happiness in the hearts and the minds of the devotees. They don't mind foregoing some material benefits for the spiritual enrichment that they get from the process of, of bhakti. Huh? You can't beat chanting Hare Krishna in Sankirtan. Huh? If you want to have fun, that's where you're going to have the most fun. Right? Because you won't be in the material world anymore, you'll be in the spiritual world. And in that <clears throat> experience, one is able to taste that prema, prema bhakti. What is it? The taste for which we're always anxious. Right? So, Prahlad Maharaj is saying don't waste the human form of life like the animals who are just satisfied with material uh, uh, pursuits and, and material uh, acquisition. And, and mainly, you know, mainly for the animals, what is it? Ahara nidra baya maitunum cha. Eating, sleeping, mating, and defending. Huh? So these things are required. Huh? And, and it's interesting, as I was going to say. Human society, now it's, Prabhupada talks about in that second paragraph the futility of material life. Bayam and bhavam asritaha taking shelter of the struggle for material existence. But then he says, human society should be divided into a social system of brahmanas, chatriyas, vaisas and sudras. Right? Prabhupada often says this is a, is a panacea for solving material problems. Right? Have a vana and ashram system. Right? How often does Prabhupada say that? A lot. Huh? But then what does he say? Very interesting. He says, but everyone can engage in devotional service. Right? So that, that's an interesting sentence. Right? Prabhupada says his usual, it gives his usual formula, right? Create a society where there's brahmanas, chatriyas, vaishyas and sudras. But then he says, if you don't engage in devotional service, then it's just a waste of time. Which is what the Bhagavatam says. Shrama eva hi kevalam. Right? We may order and structure society in this way as recommended by Krishna, but what's the purpose? 
The purpose is to establish our relationship with Krishna. That's the most important thing. So certainly, yes, we should have an ordered and structured society, but the order and structure is meant so that we can live a peaceful life and pursue the real purpose of life, which is to, to uh, uh, understand our uh, spiritual identity and our relationship with Krishna and how we should act in that relationship. Uh, that's a process of, of bhakti. Yeah. If one wants to live without devotional service, his status as a Brahman, Chatriya, Vaishya or Sudra is meaningless. Right? Prabhupada says here, certainly has no meaning. So, you know, the, the, the purpose of ordering society, the purpose of educating society, the purpose of structuring society, especially with Brahmins, Chatriyas, Vaishyas and Sudras, or at least an understanding of the nature of the individual, the conditioned individual, right? Which is basically going to be of these four categories or a mix, mix up. We're in Kali Yuga. So hard to find a pure Brahmana, hard to find a, a pure Chatriya a, a, or a pure Vaishya. It's probably not that difficult to find a pure Sudra. Actually, it's not difficult to find lower than Sudra, right? <laughs> but when we add Krishna, when we add the pursuit of spiritual knowledge to whoever we happen to be, and of course, along with that learning comes an understanding of the importance of structuring society and ordering society based on the psycho-physical makeup of the individuals, is so that they'll be peaceful, but then peaceful to pursue um, an understanding of the, the um, truth of things. So Prabhupada is making a point here. Whether you're in a higher or a lower position doesn't matter. The real purpose of life is to structure and order our lives in such a way so that we can cultivate knowledge and understand the difference between the sat and the as asat. Huh? <coughs> the real cultivation of learning is to understand the qualities of the permanent and the qualities of the impermanent and understand the permanent is always in existence, the impermanent is never, never has any substance and so therefore not pursued <clears throat> as if it was the be all and end all. Right? We have to do some effort to maintain ourselves. Have to pay the rent, have to pay the gas, electricity. We need to feed ourselves. And so a certain amount of effort is required to maintain body and soul together. But the transcendentalist uh, puts more emphasis on the cultivation of spiritual qualities and uses the material to increase their spiritual understanding. And so understanding that we, we have needs that have to be met, they're met in the simplest and, and most straightforward way so that time can be um, utilised properly with the human form of life to realise our spiritual identity. <clears throat> and so one has to be careful to keep oneself in a, in a healthy state of being so that one's always making spiritual progress. One has to avoid falling back into the, the, the depth of uh, material consciousness. And Prabhupada mentions that here. A sane man, therefore, is always fearful. And so we can use the principle of fear 
bayam. But bayam means fear of material existence and a fear of falling down here. A sane man is always fearful of falling from his position. And then Prabhupada says, this is a regulative principle. Ooh. Right? One should not fall from his exalted position. Then Prabhupada makes a comment. The highest goal of life can be achieved as long as one's body is stout and strong. So use it when you're healthy. You know, sometimes we hear from our um, relatives, parents, you know, why struggle now for spiritual life? That's something you do in your retirement. Right? Now you're healthy, you're young, you should be pursuing material existence. That's, that's what you do when you're in your youth, right? But Prahlad Maharaj is saying, no, that's not what you do in your youth. Huh? In fact, what to speak of your youth from childhood, one should cultivate spiritual awareness, a spiritual awakening, and be fearful of falling back into that material condition, you know, that conditioned state. Huh? So, <clears throat> yeah. Um, Prabhupada says here, a thoughtful man must, must act in this way, learning to distinguish right from wrong and thus attain the goal of life. Huh? This is bewildering for the materialists. They're absorbed in engaging their intelligence in material pursuits. And that's bewildering, uh, that's bewildering for the devotees. Right? That's considered ignorant, darkness. Right? But the materialists see the devotees Rising early, in the morning, going to Mongolatik, chanting Hare Krishna, you know. At a time when they're all asleep, the devotee wakes up. Well, it is bewildering for those in that state of ignorance. But... Um, uh, a devotee is satisfied in their cultivation of spiritual knowledge and spiritual understanding and their development of Krishna consciousness so that they're happy, even in spite of the fact that they're struggling also, like everybody else, with the material energy. <coughs> Still, they're able to remain detached from material existence because they've got uh, effectively got a higher taste. Param Tristvaranivartate. What's the, what's the first line of that verse? Vishaya. Vishaya. Vinivartante. Vishaya. Vinivartante. Yatat. What is it? Niraharasya Dehina. Yeah, you've got a body. We've got a body. Devotees have bodies. Right? Have you noticed? Got a body. Got to look after it. But <clears throat> a devotee is nourished by their spiritual practice, by the chanting of Hare Krishna, by the cultivation of a, a proper understanding of life. So even though they have, we have to deal with, with the same issues, a devotee is happy because they're using the human form of life for, the, for its proper purpose. Huh? People are troubled by material existence. They're, 
they suffer from anxiety and depression. Uh, they're always wondering, what am I supposed to be doing? Who am I? What am I? What's the purpose of life? And because they're not able to fulfil that, then they suffer all sorts of um, anxieties and ill health, effectively, as a consequence. But the devotees who are engaged in an understanding of what the real purpose of life is, they're happy, they're satisfied. Because that dimension of their life is being exercised, is being fulfilled, is being engaged. So, um, Prahlad Maharaj is encouraging us, basically, to, to keep focused on spiritual practice and make our measure, our measure of success is in our um, advancement in Krishna consciousness and our practice of um, devotional service. And by doing that, then one can fulfill the real purpose of, of life. And at the same time, we still have our material pursuits, but we know they're asat, right? We have to feed the body. We have to have shelter. There's a certain amount of sense gratification. There's a certain amount of, what is it? Sleeping. Ahara nidra baya maitunam cha. Those things are needed uh, to exist, but the main purpose is to focus on our um, sat, on the permanent, on, the, on spiritual existence, spiritual knowledge, spiritual action. Does anybody have any comments or questions? Uh, where's the microphone? Hare Krishna. Thank you, Prabhu. Um, there's a couple of things. First one is, in this section, Prahlad Maharaj is preaching to his fellow classmates and uh, very much that not encouraging economic development or sense gratification. He wants to, he's basically preaching. And um, so in, in Krishna consciousness, in, in our society, there's always a dilemma for the parents, for the children, mm -hmm. in terms of, uh, even Prabhupada was speaking about the Gurukul in the previous section of how he started and give that initially in the children to give. So why, why we are not, um, in the sense, we are not implementing again, or what is the holding back as a society to give the spiritual knowledge from the very beginning to the children? But we are doing it, aren't we? In terms of uh, Gurukul and... Here's, a, here's the Gurukul here. Yeah. <laughs> right? The Gurukul is here. We come to the morning program, we chant Hare Krishna, we hear the Bhagavatam, we associate with the devotees, Sankirtan, right? And then we go to school. But it's here, we have it. And in fact, if we look at the history of ISKCON and its, impl its implementation of education and the Gurukul, what do we see? Right? The, the, we created the Gurukul and the kids that went to that Gurukul got a very unpleasant experience and now, you know, dislike the leadership of ISKCON. Right? Not everybody, but, right? Whereas we have our devotee kids, hopefully they still like us. Huh? So I think we measure the, we, it's a good question, but we measure, we measure the, the results by the fruits, right? And, um, and, 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 and it, uh, there's a number of factors in this. Look at Prahlad Maharaj. He's unique, right? Very unique. And um, 
what we've discovered from our children is, well, they're also unique. Everybody's unique, right? But they may not be at the level of Prahlad Maharaj's, you know, he's, he's special, right? Look at his conception, look at his life in the womb, right? So we're, we're dealing with a more pragmatic, you know, we're dealing with the realities. Um, and um, some of our children, they're not Prahlad Maharajas. Huh? So it's tricky. You know, you want to, you want, you've got to equip the children with learning, with knowledge, because they're going to have to live life, right? And we encourage them to be Paramahamsas. Huh? We encourage everybody to be a Paramahamsa, huh? but not everybody is a Paramahamsa, so we have to work with the, you know, what we've got, who we've got. So at least in this environment, kids can go to the local school, they're supported there, that they're devotees, they're appreciated, but they also, just like last night, on a, every Wednesday night in the theatre, I see the girls, right? And what are they doing? What are you doing? Hey? They make jewelry. Yeah. And what else do you do? What else do you do? Make stuff with clay. Make stuff with clay, yeah. But what else do you do? Do you talk? Yeah, <laughs> lots of talking. Huh? And what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. You're working together and having fun, huh? Yeah, having fun, just being together, serving Krishna, talking about Krishna, right? So there's a Sangha, right? Even here we have a Sangha. So in one sense, you know, the end result is we become Krishna conscious, the kids become Krishna conscious, we've got them looking after their, you know, material so-called material education, right? <laughs> like last night. I was at Sri Chaitanya's place and um, um, Dhruv had the results of his maths exam there, right? And there was all these squiggledy lines of graphs and stuff. And I was looking at that and I was thinking, God, I used to do that when I was in high school. And now, and I was thinking, how useless, <laughs> right? Useless. Because uh, you know, how many squiggly lines do I draw now from <laughs> in, a, in a graph? Although, you know, it is interesting, by the way, uh, and I was just thinking you know, of the uselessness of some of the things that I learned in high school. You know, the um, ancient Greek history. <laughs> <clears throat> so, but actually, you know, there is a benefit even in learning, in that kind of learning. Just like now, you know, we're doing our, um, we're doing our uh, objectives and key results, right? And we're, we're drawing it graphically, right? And even there is the software that we're looking at gives us, you know, graphs, basically. Right? So we need to know how these things work. So, uh, Not everything that we learn at school, right, is useless. It's useless if all that, if that's all we do is focus on material pursuits, right? But we here inject or uh, inculcate, you know, Krishna consciousness, right? So we're in the Gurukul now, all of us, in one sense, right? 
whether we're in a little body or in a bigger body, we're still in that environment where we can become Krishna conscious. And, um, you know, um, we encourage simple living so we can um, focus on high thinking. Huh? And um, basically that's what we're teaching in an environment where, you know, it's, it, it's going to take some time before we all go and live in the forest, right? Or live, live in a rural environment where all we do is, you know, live a very simple life. But, you know, we're all living in Melbourne, right? <clears throat> How many of us here are going to work in the fields today? Please raise your hands. Oh, save you, Bhagavan. You're going to go and pick some veggies. Very good. But you're not, you're not growing the vegetables. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really, you know, it's really interesting because we... Look at where we are and how much needs to change to live in that, you know, that Vrindavan village atmosphere. So we're adjusting to the time, place and circumstance and creating an environment where the kids can be Krishna conscious. You know, and after school they get together, they're associating with the devotees all of the time. So that's, if the result is they become Krishna conscious, that's the end result of going to Gurukul, ideally, right? Whereas our first attempts were a little bit of a failure, in, if we're to be honest with ourselves. Is that all right? Yeah. So, what, what, that was the first question. We'll come back to you. Madhu Manjari? Who's got the mic? Prabhu, uh, in the purport, Prabhupada explained that... Uh, in the purport? Yep. Yeah. <coughs> Prabhupada said that to, to obtain the goal of life, the the strong body is required. Oh. Yes, yes. Um, so if we understand the goal of life, uh, be engaged in devotion and service, and re-establish our relationship with Krishna, we understand also that devotion and service is not constrained to external factors. Yeah. So how we can reconcile that aspect that require a strong body to obtain the goal of life? If the goal of life, but devotional service, is not constrained to any con external conditions, oh. the highest goal of life can be achieved as long as one's body is stout and strong. Huh? We should therefore live in such a way that we keep ourselves always healthy and strong in mind and intelligence so that we can distinguish the goal of life from a life full of problems. So, um, it's an advantage to be healthy, right? And, and, and that's why ordinarily at the beginning of life, that's when you're healthy. And so Prabhupada Maharaj is saying here, you're healthy now, take advantage of it. Huh? And this is just a, a norm, you know, it's, it's an expected, it's an expectation that most of us can rely on, right? You're born young and, and how much of a tragedy it is, you know, one of, Ajayasri was telling me, uh, um, one of his friends, 
children who's only two years old has been diagnosed with eye cancer. Right? Two years old. Right? So ordinarily, at two years old, what do we expect? What do we expect? As far as health goes, what like do we expect? A healthy body growing. Yeah, nice. you might get some earaches, right? You might get the mumps and the measles and the chicken pox and whatever, right? That's, that's expected, right? But usually you can anticipate a healthy life, usually, right? So that's why, um, and, and we know, of course, that um, that child, even though potentially could be blind, because right? that's what eye cancer, you know, it means your eyes are finished. They can still be a devotee, right? Because we can transcend the difficulties of material life. But here, the, you know, the message is, you're in your youth, now take advantage of it. That's, and of course we know, uh, if there are obstacles, they can be overcome by the performance of, of devotional service. But it still makes it difficult, right? not being able to see the deities. If you're blind, you can't see the deities, for example. Yeah, and at the same time, there is no guarantee that being a health, or having a healthy body, you will be engaged in devotional yeah, service. Yeah, no guarantee. And at, in my experience, there'll be periods where you'll have ill health, right? And good health. It'll, it'll fluctuate. So that's why Prabhupada's giving the advice and Prabhupada Maharaj is giving the advice. Ordinarily you can expect a healthy life. Ordinarily, right? Take advantage of it. Can we say that this is the more con is healthy body is the more conducive fa mm. uh, factor to yes. engage in devotion service? That's right. Yes, exactly. But it's not the only option. Uh, it's... it's uh, Preferable, yeah, but it may it may not be guaranteed. Another question. Thank you. Any other comments, Sibia? Wait for the microphone. Prabhuji, uh, you mentioned by following the instructions of our spiritual master, we can say that again. You Something about following the instruction of the spiritual master. You mentioned that following the, by following the instruction mm -hmm. of our spiritual master, yes. we can go back home, back to Godhead. Mm, that's the idea. And yeah. go back where Lord Krishna is performing his pastimes. Yes. So, what is the difference between going to the actual Goloka Vrindavan or and going to the planet where uh, Lord Krishna None. is performing his pastimes? pastimes. No, no, no difference. That ble the planet where Krishna is performing his pastimes would be even more nectarian by going to the actual Goloka Vrindavan. <coughs> well, see the thing is that Krishna performs his pastimes somewhere in the universe. Krishna is performing his pastimes. Right? And so that's a um, manifestation of the spiritual world in the material world. So it's a rare opportunity for us to get uh, to associate with Krishna and his uh, eternal associates. They're performing their, it's, uh, Prabhupada gives the examples like a road show, right? And so we get an opportunity to associate with Krishna and that association with Krishna, even though it's in the material world, actually it's the spiritual world manifest in that location, right? And so for those qualified souls who are pure at heart and are dedicated to serving Krishna, they get that opportunity to enter into the spiritual world through that manifestation of the spiritual world in the material world. Right? This is my understanding of Prabhupada explains this in the Krishna book, right? So when uh, the living entity, by the performance of 
um, of initially Vaidhi Sadhana Bhakti and then Prema Bhakti, Sadhana Bhakti, even also described by Rupa Goswami, then the consciousness becomes purified so that the natural um, qualities of the individual and their, their relationship with Krishna and their enthusiasm for um, uh, associating with Krishna and the devotees is fully manifest, that the opportunity to exercise that um, pure um, heartedness is given in that one is able to take birth in that place where Krishna is performing his pastimes, right? In the material world. But it's not really in the material world, it's actually the spiritual world. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's where we go. Is that all right? Thank you, Prabhuji. Yeah. Anything else? Oh, 